Salutations, my friends. Salutations. I have allergies. Fierce. Fierce. Ooh. But on top of allergies, I have a very information-packed transmission for you guys. I'm kind of ashamed that I was unable uh, to do last week's podcast episode, but I was having a hell of a week. Mercury in retrograde. But we are here for the crew cast. We are here this Tuesday. Happy Father's Day to all you new fathers, all you old fathers, all you old men, all you old guys. Happy Father's Day. You are loved, you are appreciated. Do not let radical feminazis tell you otherwise. I know it's all the rage to abandon your gender and your typical gender role. Don't do that. (laughs) You know, it's so weird. I just got to say this because it is Father's Day. It's so weird being hit on by like another man in front of like my wife. It's all weird, man. It is all strange. But I guess this is the world that we're going into. Uh, welcome. <laughs> Salutations and welcome, my friends. Thank you for tuning into another edition of Factions of Freedom. This is the Crewcast Common Collapse Edition. I had chose the name last week. But as always, if the shoe fits, we have to wear it. Yeah, salutations, my friends, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Crewcast. Uh, Unfortunately, this is not show number 1120, season 11, episode 20. We didn't do last week's podcast episode because hell of a week. Uh, Had stuff to take care of prior to the show. I basically overbooked my schedule, and in doing so, I kind of shot myself in the foot and was unable to record. And you can believe... But I took a fair amount of the time kind of kicking myself in the keister and I got constant reminders of why I should not do that and how sometimes that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Um, You know, and I have to say, too, unfortunately, it may be like that more in the future, man, uh, where the episodes and the work that we do doesn't come as consistently or as regularly as you guys expect. Uh, It might for our exclusive members and and things like this, uh, but. Again, the three-hour shows, setting aside the time, doing the transmissions, pulling together the collating the content, it definitely does take some time. And uh, we're about three months away from my little baby girl being here, and I'm going to want all the time in the world to be with her. And as much as I love and appreciate doing this type of work with you good people, uh, priorities, man. (laughs) Priorities, for sure. Uh, But that's why I'm trying to make sure that the time that we do spend is impactful, right? Meaningful. 
educational, informative, knowledgeable. Uh, you, you you gain something from it, right? I'm making sure that the time that we spend, the time that I do have with you guys, it's not just clickbait chatting. It's something that at least gives you some type of nourishment, something that empowers you, or at least gives you that little reminder that, hey, there's somebody out there doing something. You know, I got to celebrate Father's Day, the first one, my first Father's Day, and it was crazy, man. I got all kinds of pictures. I had to wear like a little pink sash that said daddy. And I had to answer questions with the mommy. You know, who's going to screen her friends? Who's going to read more books to her as a child? Who's going to spoil her? Who's going to discipline her? It's crazy, bro. But I tell you, having a kid is really doing something to my mind uh, that I don't think this work could have done in any other way. And I mean that like this doing this type of work is one thing for sure, but the 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 the, the gradual and oncoming reality of my baby girl getting here is literally doing making my mind do like backflips, hurdles, triple flips, jack nines, all kinds of stuff, man. And uh, it, it, it's 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 crazy. That's all I can say. It's crazy. It's an honor. It's a blessing. And, you know, we just had Father's Day. Like I said, we just got done celebrating it. That's trippy. Uh, and <laughs> one of the things I kept saying was embrace tradition. Reject modernity. Father's Day, it's Pride Month. Now they want to have Pride season. You know, say they, oh, they say, oh, how dare you, you know, be a, a heterosexual black male, right? Instead of like some cisgendered blah, blah, blah. And I'm saying all this because it's, it's it's just crazy as it's hitting me. I'm having a kid. I'm seeing men uh, taking uh, estrogen pills and, and growing breasts. And I'm seeing women, you know, kind of mutilate themselves. And it's, it's, it's a trip, dude. That's all I'm saying. Like, person to person, it's a trip. Uh, conspiratorially speaking, I know what that is. Politically speaking, I also know what that is. But man to man, woman to uh, man to woman. That is something else, dude. It's 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 wild to think about that we literally are sterilizing an entire generation of gender confused people. Real talk. There's an article out right now about uh, that show Utopia 2020, where they talk about just that how the vaccines being used to sterilize people, and it's just it's just wild, man. You know, I've got coworkers that are having their kids at the same time. Some that have taken the vaccine, some that haven't taken the vaccine. Uh, and it's just a trip to like literally be in the cycle now. It's the easiest way to describe it, you know. Uh, I had a wonderful Father's Day. I hope you guys had a wonderful Father's Day as well. I hope you spent some time with your family. I hope you spent some time reflecting on good God where we are and what's required of us moving forward, man. And, you know, I know over these past couple episodes, I probably sounded very bigoted and and, and mean and spiteful or or that's not the case. That's not at all what I'm trying to do. I'm simply trying to look at this from like a human perspective, man to man, woman to man. And I'm just like, we've got to do something about this, you know, because you got to think if we're worried about what they call incels, involuntarily celibate people, people who uh, don't necessarily have intercourse, coitus, <laughs> coitus, uh, normal human relations, right? 
you begin to deteriorate in a type of way, man. I don't know, man. It's 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 weird. Maybe I'll get somebody on. We'll talk about like relationships and why they're important. Uh, but the statistics are out there, dude. The mental health epidemic is a real thing. People are losing their minds left and right. And it comes from us not communicating, us not working together, uh, us not having normal human relationships, uh, embracing this modern entity and rejecting traditionalism. So we'll, we will see where all of this lies. It just trips me out where I'm at in my life, doing this type of work and, you know, and in my own personal life as well. You know, the other week I was trying to allude to you guys some of the shady stuff that was going on in my personal life that really had nothing to do with the baby shower or Father's Day or anything like that. Uh, fed, fed coats. I was trying to allude to you how they came. They didn't necessarily come and talk to me, but, you know, they were in our sphere of influence and we had to address the situation. That's why I wanted to talk about what went down last week. Uh, with A.G. Garland saying that white supremacists are the top to my domestic violence extremist threat. And clearly I'm not white. Even if you're not looking at the camera, let me tell you, I'm not white. What I'm trying to tell you is they have this blanket term the same way they have conspiracy theorists as a blanket term. And they are going after people. And so uh, if we have time, we'll dip into that. It was really unfortunate that we couldn't do last week's transmission because I had some I had some firsthand experience that really needed to be documented. Uh, but it's just crazy, again, because I've got parental duties uh, and marriage roles. And so that's what I'm saying, guys, is the more I, the more I'm again, allergies, the more I'm looking at all this stuff, the more I'm looking at uh, where we're going, how fast we're moving. The position I'm in, what's required of us moving forward to move the ball down the line so that we can kind of cut this stuff off at the head uh, at the pass. It trips me out. You know, I wonder. I wonder what doing this type of work will turn me into and what type of father I'll be, you know, because they're coming for people, bro. It's not the old days where, like, if you're a thug or a criminal or anything like that, they'll put you in jail. It'll be a whole pariah thing like that these days. These days, they glorify criminals. You see them reframing the concept of criminals. Political prisoners are a real thing. We talked about it just last week. Over 500 people in prison still being tortured and beaten. I wonder if they get to see their baby girl. So I don't know, man. <laughs> Interesting days, nonetheless. God knows we'll do the best we can with the time we have. And that's all I really can say. Uh, but what I will say, pivoting into the show and getting started with everything else, if you guys want to support this operation, let me go ahead and see if I can do this right now. Forgive my, uh, for, forgive my, um, snort, my snorting, bro. I had sprayed some bug bagong basically earlier. And I think I should have waited a little bit longer um, because it's still pungent. But anyway, if you guys want to support this operation, you can do so by going to the link in the description bar below or in the chat. It's our Telegram chat. It allows you to get a subscription tier. Uh, we will be rolling out a system for this. I myself am personally getting tired of saying hit the link in the description bar below uh, and taking you to Telegram, which will take you to PayPal or which will take you to something else. Uh, we actually also launched 
now that I'm talking about it, we launched a new Patreon account. Let's see if it's still active. <laughs> Let's see. You know. Let's see if it is active. And if it is, you guys can also support us there. We didn't really talk a whole lot about it simply because of the fact that we've been kicked off there. Uh, but if you guys want to support this operation, you can either go to the link in the description bar below, which will take you to a Telegram trap where you can get yourself a subscription tier, or you can go to patreon.com forward slash noise era and get yourself one there as well. Uh, like I said, we will also be creating a, what you call it, a website or even a landing page just to keep stuff simple uh, so that you guys can get access to everything else that we're doing. I alluded to it earlier, uh, just now, some of the Fed coats and some of the other stuff that's going on in the personal life, get access to our exclusive membership. You can hear about all that stuff. Scroll back through on Telegram and Instagram and figure out what we're doing. But again, if you guys want to support this operation, you can do so by going right there. Also, uh, did you did you hear about ERCOT this, this, this week or last week? How they were able to remotely shut off people's power. Did you hear about that? That's another reason to go ahead and get yourself some storable goods. Power outages, right? Food shortages, race riots. Maybe we'll get into it during this transmission, uh, but people twerking, <laughs> people literally twerking on ambulances as they're trying to cart somebody off. So imagine you got a gunshot in you. You're sitting over here halfway bleeding out. Oh my God, I can't wait to get to, to the hospital to get this out. You got people over here twerking on the ambulance, you know, putting up uh, uh, reels and TikTok videos. You're like over here bleeding out. Yeah, race riots, unemployment, uh, immigration, supply line disruption. There's all kinds of different reasons to go ahead and get you guys to sell some storable goods. You can find that link also in the description bar below. Let me go ahead and do that. Get yourself some storable goods. I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, let me fly through some of the topics that I'd like to talk to you guys about or if we have time, I'll try to intermingle these throughout like the transmission. And then we'll get into the news crews and everything else from there. Some of these have been submitted through Instagram live or through Instagram. Some of them have been submitted through Telegram. Some of them have been submitted directly, uh, but jabbed blood donations, AI, magnogenetics and magnetic meats. Over the weekend, I had played a clip for people in our Instagram channel on our story of a man that literally found magnetized chicken meat. Kid you not. He like sticks a magnet up to the meat and it's, and it's magnetic. And then you've got to ask the question, my God, if the chicken meat's magnetic, what else is magnetic? There's a guy in India where they're like sticking all kinds of forks on him. It's not just like his injection site. Uh, it's his entire body that's become magnetized. They treat him like he's some type of superhero. It's crazy. I've seen people put not mallets, but like legit hammers on people and they're sticking. And that to me is just mind boggling. Again, what are they putting in these vaccines with these experimental gene therapies that are making people magnetic? This is again, something that people are not talking about. You're hearing about myocarditis, heart inflammation, children dying, 
but they're seriously not talking about the magnetized phenomenon. You got people saying, oh, well, they're just sticky. It's like, you need to stop playing with us. We need answers. Let me get back into more of these topics. Uh, how our media has been compromised and how we were basically all subjected to propaganda. Yep. No doubt. Uh, again, how there's over 500 political prisoners still in prison with what's going on right now, how they're using January 6th as a pretext or pretense uh, to, to, to create a surveillance state apparatus to shut down political opposition. Again, this is something I really wanted to dig into deep last week. Uh, just last week, literally, we played the clip for you guys from Lao Y86, um, a Westerner from China, talking about some of the same things that are going on over there. If we have time, we'll, we'll, we'll play the clip of how communist China and their, 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 their TikTok, how it's gotten out of control, how it's, 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 it's insane. Uh, but we'll talk more about that later on. The great awakening that is taking place and how people are getting activated, how they are getting engaged, right? This is something that does need to be highlighted. We have to understand that our adversaries will not give us an inch. They will not show us whenever we succeed. Oh, I've got to blow my nose. Excuse me one second, guys. Give me one second. Oh, my gosh. Now, see, it's it's allergies. It's not the COVID. Uh, back into the topics, the scientific rabbit hole of tyranny that we're experiencing, how you have people who are lusting after power, how the lawlessness is sowing systemic distrust, and how the, the, the allowance of chaos, crimes, and lawlessness. I mean, I just kind of talked to you guys briefly about over Juneteenth, people suffering from <laughs> gunshot wounds. And people just twerking next to the ambulance, like, yeah, heck yeah, oh, like, like getting down, getting down whenever somebody's just like dying right next to you. And that's, again, just getting us used to the decadence, the degeneracy, the, hedon the hedonism, the lawlessness, right? Cops ain't coming for you. Handle it yourself. Uh, you know, just the other week we had talked about how a, a, a BLM activist in the UK was shot in the head, Right. And how people within the neighborhood were not talking. And I get that. Snitch culture. Don't talk to the cops. But again, this is just more the perpetuation of that lawlessness, of that instability, the creating insecurity and more. Uh, yeah, right here. The number one threat of the American people is its government and how they are trying to overthrow logic and reason. There you have it. So if we have, uh, if, if we have the creative ability... We will try to interweave these topics and more into the transmission. But we only have so much time. And my fuse. My, my fuse is so short these days. <laughs> uh, I wish I was kidding. Let's go ahead and start getting into the news. Let's go ahead and start getting into the news. <laughs> Oh, man. So I, I really do apologize if I do a lot of that sinus snorting thing, guys. It's not intentional. Definitely not. 
uh, right here, SHTF plan. Israel begins testing of a new world order centralized digital currency. So just the other week, you had El Salvador saying they're going to create or allow Bitcoin as a, a, a legal ledger, financial ledger. They're going to make it. They're going to power their cryptocurrency mining system through a volcano. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, so now that you have people becoming more and more aware of cryptocurrencies, of digital currencies and things like this, you see that ushering coming in. We have cryptocurrency. Uh, we have cryptocurrency. We, 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 we accept Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, uh, and all kinds of other things. We need to start accepting Monero as well. But again, this is the cashless society. This is the surveillance state. This is the world, the one world order. Uh, this is the, 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 the mark of the beast. You already see that debate taking place right now, uh, where the vaccine passport will be connected to your digital wallet, your digital ID. And once you have your digital ID, oh, well, guess what? That's whenever they're going to start giving you your stimulus check or your, 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 your universal basic income, your credits, whatever it is. So that's the step. First, it was the masks. Now it's the vaccine. Now it's the vaccine passport. Then it'll be the digital identity. And then wham, blam, there you go. You've been tiptoed into the new world order. Continuing on. This one comes from Zero Hedge. California plans to pay off all unpaid rent racked up during the pandemic. Now, this is something that's very interesting to me uh, because I've heard people talk about how this is not a good thing. Right. How? Yeah. Let them pay. Let them buy all the rent from you. Right. Let them take on your debt. But then you become their slave. And then what happens whenever you're unable to pay that debt and you have to become basically a government slave. Volunteering your time, not being paid because, well, your your debt's been bought by the city, by the state. You're a serf for the state. Let's get into this. Maybe it'll make more sense as I read. This comes from Tom Ozimek via the Epoch Times, but the good folks over there at, at uh, Zero Hedge reposted it June 22nd. Since California authorities announced Monday, the state plans to pay off 100% of unpaid rent accumulated during the pandemic, with the money to come from some $5.2 billion in federal COVID-19 relief funds. California Governor Gavin Newsom wrote a tweet on Monday that, quote, California is planning rent forgiveness on a scale never before seen in the United States. Attributing, to a attributing the post to a New York Times article, uh, which reported, which noted that state lawmakers were putting the final touches on the program. While eligibility for the newly proposed program are still unclear, reports indicate that the measure would both give renters in areas a clean slate and make landlords whole. The state currently has about $5.2 billion on hand from multiple congressional aid packages that earmarked or that is earmarked to pay off rent, Jason Elliott, senior counselor to the Newsom on Housing and Homelessness, told the Associate Press. Elliott added that this amount should be sufficient to cover all unpaid rent in California. Now, I wonder what will come from that. I wonder what strings will come from that. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, 
Let's see what Raw Story has to say. More trouble for Capitol Rioter, who put his feet up on Pelosi's desk as feds call for more restrictions. How dare he enter the sacred temple of government? He violated our house. We must restrict these people. Oh, God. Government-funded virus research by Wuhan lab-linked science, or Google. Oh, wow. Google-funded research, virus research by Wuhan lab-linked scientists. That seems like something I've got to actually read. This comes from Paul Joseph Watson over there at Summit.News. They put this up June 22nd. It says, after spending so much of the past year suppressing information related to the Wuhan lab leak, it has now emerged that Google-funded virus research carried out by Wuhan lab or Wuhan-linked scientist Peter Daszak. Yes, really. Until recently, those who dared to voice their contention that the virus leaked from the Wuhan Institute of Virology found themselves being censored and, in some cases, banned by Google-owned YouTube. Now we realize why. Google has been funding the Wuhan Lab Link organization led by Dazic EcoHealth Alliance for over a decade. Quote, the tech giant's charity arm, Google.org, has repeatedly provided financial backing for research and studies carried out by the scandal hit Dazic and his New York-based EcoHealth Alliance, reports the Daily Mail. Quote, the Financial Times, which were first reported by the National Pulse, are disclosed in various scientific studies dating back to at least 2010. And then it goes on to mention a 2010 study on bat flaviviruses that lists Dazic as a co-author credits Google.org for an unspecified amount of funding. That study was also funded by the National Institutes of Health and the United States Agency for International Development's Emerging Pandemic Threat Program. Similarly, a 2015 paper on herpes lists Dazic and also credits Google.org for its support. More importantly, EcoHealth Alliance researchers authored a report on a 2018 study that looked at perceptions associated with transmission of pathogens with pandemic potential in highly exposed human populations at the animal-human interface. The report noted that it was, quote, made possible by Google.org's funding. So there you go. That probably makes sense why people had pointed out Event 201, how this was a scam, and how we got played, and how it came from Wuhan. That's probably why we got uh, why we got censored. <laughs> Can't be telling those slaves the truth now. Shucks, they might want justice. Can't give them that. We can't give the slaves justice, can we? Moving on. Moving on. Dan Rather rips fellow leftist John Stewart's dangerous assertion that COVID-19 came from a lab. Oh. Don't you know, John? This is another way for us to propagandize the people. Stop telling the slaves the truth. Just the headline on that one. I guess you get the point. This comes from Natural Health News. Canadian politician doctors condemn the censorship of scientific inquiry and suppression of information on vaccine risks to kids. Yes. This is a big deal. You would figure uh, that we would not want to experiment on children. Yet they suffer myocarditis the same way. I mean, let me see. You know what? 
We had posted this on our Instagram. You guys can find it over there at Freedom Fortress. I know that's wild. We're back over there on Instagram, but check this out right here. Viral Twitter post claims that 13-year-old died of a cardiac event as doctors consider a link between a rare heart condition and vaccine in boys. This comes from Signs of the Time. They put this up June 22nd. The tweet I'm going to read to you comes from two days ago. A lady named Tammy Burgess or Baragas. She puts it up over here on Twitter. Check this out. She says, a week ago today, my brother's 13-year-old son had his second COVID shot. Less than three days later, he died. The initial autopsy results done Friday were that his heart was enlarged and that there was some fluid surrounding it. He had no known health problems and was on no medications. So how could this 13-year-old son, this perfectly healthy boy, just passed away, right? A couple hours later, like four hours later, we're still over here on Twitter. Someone says this, uh, Crystal Clear, MC, Crystal, uh, Crystal Mary on, on, on Twitter. She's replying to Miss Burgess and says, I'm so sorry. I'm so very sorry for your devastating loss. My eldest granddaughter is 12 and is about to have her second vaccination. I plan to take her to hang out with me for a couple of weeks. Now I'm worried. Here's, listen to this response. Listen to this, this, this Stockholm syndrome, this, this, listen to this response, man. She says, I would, I would definitely still get her vaccinated. If I hadn't already vaccinated my 14 year old, I would still do it. But especially for boys, I would monitor the heart rate very frequently for the following week. I wouldn't even, I would even get up in the middle of the night to do it. So after having basically her, her, her nephew die. After receiving his second COVID shot, somebody says, my granddaughter is a year younger. She's about to get her same shot. I'm worried. Miss Burgess, Miss Tammy says, go ahead and do it. Get her vaccinated. Still do it for sure. Uh, she's a girl. Don't worry about the girls. She'll be all right. But if he was a boy, I would have to monitor that. Now, th now think about that, gang. She's got half of the puzzle right there. Half of it is, 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 she's got it. She connected, okay, the vaccine was the thing that negatively affected my child. Maybe I should do something about this. Or maybe, you know, I should say something about this. Maybe I should put this out here into the internet and see what other people say. She's got half of the puzzle, right? But then she, 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 she totally drops the ball. She says, oh, well. Because she's so brainwashed and believing in the propaganda, she has to tell other people to take the shot. Regardless of if we're seeing heart conditions, seizures, spell palsy, decreased lung functionality, you name it, right? It's a rogues gallery of diseases that are being foisted upon the people right now. And she takes it a step further saying, yeah, I would still do it. I would definitely still get her vaccinated. That's crazy and insane to me. Let me read a little bit of this, and then I'll get back into the news crews. Now, like I said, this comes from Sounds of Time. They put this up June 22nd. It says, a 13-year-old boy allegedly died from heart problems after getting a second dose of Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine. 
according to a viral Twitter post, as health officials begin to link cases of heart inflammation in kids to the jab. A Twitter thread went viral on Sunday after a, after a woman claimed that her brother's 13-year-old son had died less than three days after receiving a second dose of Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine. Quote, the initial autopsy results on Friday were that his heart was enlarged and that there was some fluid surrounding it. He had no known health problems, was on known medications. Tammy Burgess wrote, with a photo apparently showing her nephew's soap C-19 vaccination card. The card showed that the child, Jacob Kleinick, born in 2017, received his second dose on June 13th at a Walgreens three weeks after his first. Burgess said that she is, quote, pro-vaccine and knows vaccines are, quote, mostly safe. She also said that she had been vaccinated her, quote, own 14-year-old son and as soon as it was available. But she added that her nephew has died and that the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, quote, needs to investigate. There have been other cases of myocarditis in young men receiving their second Pfizer shot. Have others died from it in the United States? Or is my nephew the first? Burgess asked, adding that, quote, I think parents should be warned of the risk. I agree. We are poisoning an entire generation. Just just plain and simple. We are legitimately poisoning an entire generation. We're sterilizing the generation that's like gender confused with all this gender nonsense and the ones that are just like normal and left over. We're poisoning them. And the ones that survive that, their minds are being poisoned. Look at this. Look at this right here. Bay Area has become more segregated over the decades, report says. How crazy. Yeah, so this Canadian politicians or these Canadian politicians and doctors that are condemning the censorship of scientific inquiry and suppression of information on vaccine risks to kids, they're in the right area. They're hovering over the target. That's what we need to do. We should not be down to poison, without investigation, an entire generation of kids. Call me crazy. You know, it's wild. All of this is wild. And I think people, I think people get that. And the sad part is most people don't want to talk about it. They really don't. And I'm sure you're beginning to notice, too, how out there it's very real. You're seeing people lose their mind. Let me see if I can pull this clip up here for you guys. I'll go ahead and mention that since we're talking about viruses, diseases, sickness, depopulation, and more. Check this out. Rubio claims that China may be developing the next, quote, great pandemic. Just a couple weeks ago, we covered an article on the show uh, from Technocracy News talking about how China is developing at least 25 or at least over 20 different biowarfare research facilities, over 20 different level four biosafety labs. So as soon as they got found out about this, they made their declaration of war against Joe Biden. They they, they, they rattled their saber. They said, oh, we're going to come get you. You better not investigate us. Guess what? We're, we're, we're actually launching 20 other different the biosafety level four labs. And now you've got Rubio saying, 
they might be developing another pandemic. And I mean, think about it. They sat there and collected the DNA and the genetics of Americans. And like jabronis, we just gave it over. I talked about this at the start of the pandemic, whenever you had Bill Gates get all excited about uh, uh, collecting people's DNA in Seattle. Remember that? It's like right as soon as he stepped down from, from Microsoft, the pandemic happened. He was already in Seattle. He thought it was marvelous. He tried to collect people's data. More information came out, too, that some of the nasal swabs and other DNA collecting toolkits that were used at the start of the pandemic got sent back to China. So think about this. They have everybody's data, their biometrics and more, right? They can make tailored genes or uh, genetically tailored diseases, race-specific bioweapons. Let me read this and then I'll continue on. Uh, this comes from News Punch. It's by Nima Harris. They put this up June 22nd. It says China may be developing the, na- the next great pandemic, and it could be much deadlier and much more disruptive, according to Senator Marco Rubio. Rubio made his comments during an appearance on FNC's Fox and Friends on Tuesday while discussing a GOP bill aimed at sanctioning Chinese health officials for not cooperating in determining the origins of the C-19 virus. Breitbart reports that the Florida Florida Republican lawmaker warned that the next pandemic could be, quote, far worse. It says, quote, well, what it says is within 90 days of the bill passing, if China hasn't allowed for a full and clear, transparent investigation as to how this thing started, we start sanctioning people involved in the sciences over there. People involved in this research, the institutions involved in this research, he said, quote, we cut off any any and all federal funding for any research that's gain of function or anything like that in conjunction with any of these agencies over there. And so while this is admirable, Rubio, you did it to the wrong president. I'm glad you I'm I'm glad you're taking a stand now. You might be doing it underneath the wrong president. Plus, you're like a day late and a dollar short, my guy. Think about this. They've had a year to literally burn, do away with evidence manipulate anything they need to. They've already come out and grandstanded and gloated about it. What are we doing about it now? Stopping the function of the research. Oh my God. We give our enemies every tool we need. Just, oh my God. Oh my. Last week, right? This is something I wanted to cover in the show. Last week, Joe Biden met with, with, uh, with Putin, gave him like a list of, uh, uh, delicate targets within our infrastructure and said, please don't hit these. It's like, oh, my effing God, why are you literally giving our adversaries a list of key critical infrastructure that's already compromised? And you're saying, oh, well, this is great. This this is this is marvelous. Uh, please, please don't attack us at any of the marked spots on the map. It's like, my God, what are you doing? Why did you set us up for failure? So it's 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 incredible. Uh, the, 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 the planned obsolescence and the incompetence. That's going down right now. But let me see if I can pull up for you guys real quick that clip of a of parents talking about how a vaccine kill and, killed and maimed their child. And how this is a very real thing. And you hear nothing about it. And then after I play that clip for you guys, we'll get into this poll uh, where I asked, you know, what type of things you guys are seeing in your area. Uh, crime, homelessness, angry people, mental health issues. And everything else that's coming uh, with this, 
this this reality they're trying to foist upon us. But here is the clip. Let me go ahead and pull it up for you good people. And then we will continue on from there. You can find this over on our Telegram page, our Telegram channel. Uh, but this is a COVID-19 vaccine killing a 32-year-old person. So not a 15-year-old child. I'm sorry, that's not tugging at your your, your heartstrings. I understand uh, with kids, it's a lot more sensitive. This is a 32-year-old man. And here are the parents grieving. My name is Pamela Goodman, and my 32-year-old stepson, Benjamin, was killed by the Johnson & Johnson vaccine on March 14, 2021. Within 12 hours, he was dead of a cardiac arrest, sudden death. We don't want any more people to die. Benjamin would not want anyone else to die. The autopsy is inconclusive. The medical examiner is changing their phone number, returning, refusing to answer our calls or give us a toxicology report. The mainstream media is not reporting these deaths, these serious adverse reactions. We can't bring Benjamin back. And this is not only just about Benjamin, this is about all of humanity. Benjamin would not ever want anybody to take an experimental vaccine that could cause death or permanent uh, injury. If he knew what he knew now, now, what we know now in March, which no one is letting anyone know, no mainstream media outlets, nothing. You have to dig and dig and dig to find anything. And even then you're called crazy and nothing has nothing to do with anything. There's no correlation. Healthy people are just dropping dead of blood clots, everything. And everything is being hidden and Benjamin would never ever want anyone to die or be injured. This is horrific, this is criminal, this is murder. And people need to wake up and speak out. Yeah, yeah. So 32 years old, suffering, the heart attack, the heart the, the, suffering from a very rare heart condition, myocarditis. Think about this, man. We're, we're all having, like last year we had to be immunologists. Last year we had to figure out biology. Uh, we had to figure out virology. We had to figure out all this different type of stuff, right? And then this year we're having to, again, go back to biology, go back into biochemistry. Uh, and still study the effects of immunology and and, and, and and so much more. That's why we're saying these are not vaccines. These are not your typical vaccines. This is experimental gene therapy. Non-FDA approved experimental gene therapies. Like we have to say that because it's not a vaccine. Right now they are conducting the, the, the testing that we would normally have to go through. And guess what? We are the experimental guinea pigs. When, when I play for you or pull up tweets of people saying, hey, the second Vi- Pfizer shot killed my nephew, I would recommend that you go get it. You, what, what, what wheelhouse have we entered into? What type of chaos is going on to where that's acceptable, right? 
to where I can't say anything about that. Oh, you're a, you're anti-science. Isn't that what Dr. Fauci said? Right. Questioning him is questioning science, man. Get out of here with that. Get out of here with all of that. Uh, over here, uh, moving on, and then I'll get back into the news crews after this. Uh, just the other day, I asked a question to the audience. We got 58 votes. I said, uh, what are you noticing more of in your area? There's multiple choice. People were able to choose whatever they want. We even had option not listed. People chose that. Uh, the primary thing that people pointed out was scared people, homelessness, angrier people, and mental health issues. There were other choices such as crime, violent crime, vacancies for rent, and as I said before, options that were not listed. Of the 58 votes, 34% said homelessness, another 34% said mental health issues, another 34% said angrier people, and the top one was 37% of scared people. Now, I think that's very important because look at the information that's coming out. I'm telling you, we're getting hit from every single angle. Biologically speaking, spiritually speaking, financially speaking, economically speaking, politically speaking, culturally speaking, we are being assaulted. Now, the reason I ask this question, uh, what are you noticing more of in your area? The reason I ask that is because it's not protests that we're seeing. It's not jazz, chop, not autonomous zones or occupied protest areas. No, we're just flat out seeing chaos, disorder, bedlam, mayhem, and, 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 and all kinds of stuff, man. We're seeing crime. We're seeing violent crime. I mean, my God, let me see if I can play this clip for you guys. Uh, we put it up just the other day. There was a waitress that was literally kidnapped, beat up from work all over like a $70 tip, a kitchen up. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, here's a clip. Let's 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 play this and we'll pick it up from there. The search for a group of people who police say abducted a waitress from a restaurant in South Jersey, drove off, assaulted her, then left her on the side of the road. Action News reporter Katie Catro joins us live from Turnersville with disturbing details and exclusive video you'll only see on Action News. Katie. Walter, police say the waitress is lucky she was not more severely hurt after she chased that group of diners who didn't pay for their $70 bill. You gotta be kidding me. Exclusive surveillance video shows the horrifying moment a waitress was abducted from the Nifty 50s restaurant in Washington Township, New Jersey. They pulled her into the vehicle and assaulted her inside the vehicle. Police say the 20-year-old waitress was chasing after a group of five people she waited on who left without paying a $70 bill just before midnight Saturday. You see one person bolt out of the vehicle and the group drive away with the waitress inside. So the vehicle had it north on 42 made a u-turn and was heading south towards monroe township and uh pushed her out of the vehicle police say the woman was able to run back to the restaurant and call police she was taken to a local hospital and has since been released but has bruises and a possible concussion they're having trouble finding wait staff due, due to the pandemic and uh she came out to confront them. An employee tells us he's shocked. Say it ain't so. As an employee here, that makes me feel bad. You know what I mean? And mad at the same time. Customers are shaken up too. This is such a family restaurant. So I want to come here tonight. Oh, this is crazy. Police
police have released photos of the suspects and a picture of the newer model white Dodge Durango the waitress was abducted in. The chief says employees should try to take down the license plate number of customers who dine without paying and call police. Definitely do not uh, chase after, sus after accused suspects and, and confront them yourself. Jeez. Now, if you recognize any of the people pictured in those photos, Washington Township Police want to hear from you. Reporting live in Turnersville, Katie Catro, Fraction News at 10 on PHL 17. That's crazy. How crazy is that? Uh, how wild is it that we are in a time now to where they're just telling you, ah, uh, you know, we're having so many people come through and just take what they want that, you know, we're used to it. I mean, we played the clips for you guys. Well, we played the clips for you guys of people uh, instead of Walgreens stealing stuff, uh, the thefts that are going up, the looting, and there's no riot. There's no protest. It's just cause. Um, again, just getting used to the breakdown of civilization, the violation of the social contract, uh, getting used to the lawlessness. And it's actually very sad. Uh, because the pillars of society aren't breaking apart, man. I mean, like, look at more of even this insanity. Ah. This is something that happened over the weekend. Uh, you know, it's 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 only a couple seconds long, and twenty seconds long, but is a, it's a couple celebrating Puerto Rican Day, literally getting pulled out of their car and then shot in broad daylight. The husband died and the wife is in like critical care. This all happened like over the Juneteenth like weekend too. This and and as a black man, I'm just like, dude, we got to do better. We have got to do better. Like there's the husband dying. And, you know, what was the point of this? What was the point of this? Because the, the even evil, the even eviler part about this is if I scroll up just a little bit, this happened, I think, in the Bronx of like little girls being chased or, or not even the little girls weren't being chased. People over here having like broad day shootouts in the middle of the street, but using two little girls as cover. Audio listeners, you guys can't see this, so I'll try to describe it to you the best I can, uh, but Guys running down the street, getting chased. There's a dude in a box of a ski masked up, shooting at him, probably trying to carry out a hit or do what he's told. I'm not sure. You know, I don't know. I don't live in the Bronx. But he's literally getting chased. And there's two girls in the way. He runs into the girls. They all fall. But here's the thing is the assailant doesn't stop shooting at the girls. He doesn't stop shooting because, oh, well, there's – Innocent bystanders, two little girls, two children. He keeps shooting the guy in between shooting the kids, man. Think about this. This is getting out of control. That's what I'm saying. Of course crime is up. You got people wearing masks. So this happened, it says right here on the timestamp, 6.44 p.m. on the 17th. Just the other day. <laughs> this is insane. Broad daylight shootings, people people just getting killed left and right. And people not caring about them little girls right there. It's like, my God, imagine how traumatized they're going to be. 
And this is what goes on. Right here, let me play this clip of the uh, Portland Police Union saying that the violence that was encouraged and enabled by these feckless Republicans and these useless Democrats, the politicians, these so-called elected officials, how that led to the riot response team resignations. So you may have noticed it. You may have seen it in your area. Cops just leaving left and right uh, because, well, defund the police, right? No justice, no peace. No borders, no walls in the USA at all. All that stuff that's going down. I mean, you got shootings happening in broad daylight. Who, who, who needs law and order? So because this type of lawlessness was encouraged, you've got people resigning. Let's take a listen. That is morale within the Portland Police Department right now. Morale is as bad as it's ever been before. We're dealing with rioting at a level and a sustained violence that we've never seen before. We're looking at violence in our city, gun violence in our city like we've never seen before. We're looking at the most catastrophic staffing levels we've ever seen before. We're looking at budget cuts to defund us like we've never seen before. All those things play into the morale of a police officer coming to work every day, trying to do your job, trying to do it right uh, with all these roadblocks in your way. Yeah. You may have noticed that the, this, this, uh, this week's podcast episode is called Common Collapse Edition. Does it make sense yet? The organized collapsing of law and order, our judicial system, again, how the lawlessness is sowing systemic distrust. We don't trust the government. Check this out. This is something we'll be covering on the podcast this week. Uh, this, this, this common collapse, this controlled collapse. Uh, there have been major police departments losing officers. They're struggling with recruiting. And that's because, you know, you've got lawlessness reigning from coast to coast, like what I'm playing right there for you guys. Broad day shootings, kidnappings. I'm waiting for them. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm waiting for the kidnappings to take place because they're coming. <laughs> but this is, again, what's going down, just getting people used to this. Like, I feel like I've, I've uh, just to keep the same train, I'll play this clip of people, of Juneteenth people, like, twerking next to an ambulance. And then I got to, like, close that with a news blitz because it's just like, this is, it's, it's crazy what all is out there and uh, how, how far down all this we could get into. So look at it right here. So you got, let me, let me see if I can play this in slow-mo, back it up, narrate it. People are walking up. Homegirls twerking on, on the ambulance. They're just about to put uh, the guy in the actual ambulance. Homie walks up. He's getting twerked on. Now he's got all kinds of girls coming up twerking on the ambulance. And, you know, I don't know if the doors are closed yet of the ambulance, but, you know, they just got people twerking right there next to the ambulance. Having a great old time. Not, oh, oh, now somebody's on top of the ambulance. Okay. And now people are on Snapchat. You got a homie on top of the ambulance throwing a football. It's, it's lit now. <laughs> it's lit now. Oh, my God. You know, and and I'm just looking at this, and I'm thinking, I'm shaking my head. I get it. It's all about having a good time. I get it. But uh, homie's dying in the back of the car. 
but it is what it is. You know, get your clips, get your videos, get your get get, get what you need. You know, but that's that's what's going on out there, right? You got people twerking on top of uh, twerking on top of ambulances, and then you got brawls breaking out, weaves being pulled, uh, women fighting, people trying to get clips up. It's it's crazy out there, man. This is the this is the control collapse, right? People won't protest. Dictatorial edicts by corrupt governments. They won't rise up against things that they actually don't like. Oh, but we'll rage, we'll party. That's so crazy to me. All of this really is because it shows you how well they have trained us and how programmed we really truly are as a people. <laughs> and that, that's the easiest way for me to describe it, that we will get down, we will party, we will not rise up. We will not unify. Let me get into a couple articles and then we'll take a quick break from from, from all this. And then uh, we'll come back hopefully either with you guys or more content. Gen X and millennial evangelicals are losing their faith in the conservative culture wars. Now, this comes from a raw story, right? They might be noticing the lack of pushback in the culture war from conservatives, from Christians, from things like this. Uh, but I beg to disagree. You know, I really do. I think that there is a massive revival taking place. I think that it's going to be pretty impressive uh, because, again, you've got an entire generation being programmed with some of this woke ideology that's taking place, the insanity that's unfolding. And because of this, you have people that are digging even deeper into their faith and getting stronger. Uh, at the start of the show, that was one of the things I was trying to allude to is that it's been very hard out here. But what I really have appreciated is 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 the friendships that I've developed over this past year and what these types of friendships have done, how, it, how it's forced us to be stronger people uh, in the face of all this adversity and how we've kind of been purified through the adversity and the trials. Now we've really been able to come together. And I think a lot of that has to do with the spiritual aspect of it. You know, we, 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 again, our enemies and our adversaries are not going to show us any of the success we make, any of the positive aspects of our resistance, of our revolution. If anything, they're going to condemn it. And so while there might be people losing faith in evangelicals, the so-called Christians and conservatives, well, look at today's Christians and conservatives. They're not battle ready. Their heads are not screwed on. Some of them want their, 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 their taxes and status. Some of these churches end up telling you, hey, receive the vaccine, receive the mark. They don't actually uh, uh, preach or talk about prophecy and how we're living in those time frames right now. And so that's a great thing to a degree. The church is going underground. People that are literally very interested in the faith and spiritually curious, they're seeking it out. People who are spiritually lazy, though. I can see how they would be losing their faith in traditional traditional uh, and orga organized religion. It's because it's been compromised. But continuing on. These two are basically one and the same. Restaurant industry crippled by staffing shortages. Well, they're saying 
their rising food costs are hitting hard. That's right. Uh, just like what we had talked about in the previous clip with the waitress or with the waitress that was abducted, uh, you got to think about the labor shortages that are going on right now. People are making more money not working, collecting unemployment checks. They don't need to be, risk being kidnapped. But you see, when nobody works, everyone stays home, who keeps this big machine of, a, of, of, of an economy going? The, 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 con, the controlled collapse, a common collapse aspect of that is the planned obsolescence that comes with that. We're making ourselves uh, uh, incompetent. We're making ourselves obsolete. You know, the other day I had this like quick revelation. Like how crazy is it? How messed up is it that they told these people, board up your stores and go home. We'll tell you when to come back and open up your store. And people did. They boarded up their store. They were listening like good people. And guess what? Their stores are still boarded up. And the only way they can come back is whenever they, quote, reopen your state. So you tricked you tricked people into shutting their business down, taking away their livelihood. And the only ones that survived were the ones that declared themselves essential that fought back against this and said, no, I'm not going to shut down. Are you retarded? This is my livelihood. This is my business. I can't shut down. I have to be essential. I have to do the best I can. That's uh, uh, shutting down. That's a luxury that people legitimately could not afford. And so they had to fight back and look at the fighters dictating the rules being again, activated and engaged. That's a part of the great awakening as well. But what about the businesses that shut down, right? They're going to have to cater to the vaccinated population, to the whole agenda. And that's a part of the Great Reset, the socioeconomic reformation, the sociocultural reformation. How crazy is that, that they literally trick people into shutting down their livelihood? That's wild. And people listened. Let's get a couple more of these, and then we'll we'll, we'll take a quick break. <laughs> okay. Magger Ryder says he should be freed because there haven't been any new violent rebellions for six months. Now, this is something very interesting and something that we should be paying attention to. Because you have people who are still in jail. They have no idea what's going on. They're selectively being fed information. What I'm trying to say is some of those 500 political prisoners that are still locked up could potentially get out of prison and become informants, could become stool pigeons, could become rats. They'll link back up with crew. Crew will have no idea that within that six-month time period, they've basically been outfitted uh, with all the surveillance data apps and backdoor Trojans they'll need to surveil on everything, right? They won't know that they're the rats. And so while this guy's saying, oh, well, there's been no new violent rebellions for six months. Think about what you're saying. Think about how you're basically incriminating everyone else with that type of attitude. And we're going to see that. We're going to see people splinter off because they're trying to set up 
patriots. They're trying to set up conservatives. They're trying to set up Christians. They're trying to set up, uh, set up Americans. That's what all last week was about. Identifying uh, constitutionalists, conservatives, and Christians as the number one threat here in America. And this guy right here are going to be the people that we're going to have to look out for. He's not clued in. Ah. You know what? I think we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to get into this article about how Kamala Harris is training activists to pressure people into getting vaccinated. We're going to take a, a break on that. I think that's a good place to pause right there, my good people. Uh, but we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll be getting into more of that on the other side. I don't think we're going to launch the Uber conference. I think we're going to kind of keep it simple. If you guys want to join us, you can do so over there through Telegram. And then we'll just launch it, port it over here onto the screen so people can talk. Uh, but we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, hopefully we'll be, jo- we'll be joined by you guys and more on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction over here on Factions of Freedom. And we'll be right back right after this. To another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. A journey into a wondrous land whose boundaries are that of imagination. That's the signpost up ahead. Your next stop, the Twilight Zone. The time is up. People are hip to this kind of stuff. I'm sick and tired of the secrets and the lies. It is the secret symbol of the Illuminati. In a world where secret powers are in play, where nothing is as it seems, one brand of clothing gives Crusaders of Truth a voice. One brand in the fight against terror, deceit, and destruction. We are not merchants of fear. We are not a parody of free thinkers. It was almost like they ignored it because they wanted it to happen. I occasionally think how quickly 
Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat. This season, get ready to awaken the masses. Forget the politicians. Politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. Forbidden Club. Because if you know, you know. Welcome back. Salutations, my friends. You know, <laughs> it's called the Common Collapse Edition because I think, you know, if you don't have the eyes to see that we are underneath an organized and unified assault, I'm not quite sure what to tell you. You know, this might not be the show for you. We're currently simulcasting on Twitch, DLive, and Trovo. None of which is YouTube, uh, because we have violated some type of strike somewhere, sometime, this one time. And so we've got to abide by that. And the reason I, I, I make that joke about a simulcasting on Twitch, DLive, Trovo, uh, and Telegram, because we can't broadcast on YouTube, is because we're telling you the truth. I'm not saying stuff just to be inflammatory. I'm not being melodramatic. I'm not being eccentric or out there. I'm just sitting here telling you the facts, saying, hey, let's watch this clip. Hey, let's watch this clip. Hey, let's listen to these people. Hey, what do you think this means? And, you know, in a world full of gosh darn idiots, they don't want that. They don't want people asking questions because questions come with answers, and they don't want that. You see, what they want is a blind, obedient, spoon-fed, brain-dead in uh, uh, generation of people that just believes everything they're told. Well, that never worked out for me. <laughs> that never really worked out too well for me. And I'm going to assume that it never worked out very well for you either. So I think we should kind of keep doing what we're doing and asking the hard questions. You know, because I am talking with neighbors. I'm talking with uh, I'm talking with neighbors, people at the gym, people at the grocery store, people at the gas station. 
And I'm like, no, I'm not wearing a mask. No, I didn't get the shot. They're like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not wearing a mask either. I'm not getting the shot uh, because we're seeing all the what the side effects that are coming out right now. And what you trusted your initial thoughts and didn't want to subject yourself to non-FDA approved experimental gene therapies. See, I know we got to stay the course. We uh, stay the course. We not get coerced. We have to stay the course. We have to know full well that we're underneath an assault right now. China launching 20 plus new level four biosafety weapons labs. It's a very real thing. Attorney General Merrick Garland saying that white supremacists are the number one domestic terrorist threat. This comes after they were talking about uh, 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 domestic calling conspiracy theorists and conspiracy theories, domestic extremists and domestic uh, terrorist threats. What I'm trying to say is they're, they're, they're closing the walls in, right? They don't want you asking questions. You either do what you're told or you're going to be kicked out of society or they're going to disappear you like they did Fauci. Just kidding. Fauci's still around. They didn't disappear him. They need him out there on the field. Uh, but before we took that quick break, before we ran into the break, we were going over articles in the news crews because we only got so far. And before going into the news crews or before going into the break, I was telling you guys how we're going to get into this article about how Kamala Harris is training activists to pressure people into getting vaccinated. Now, doesn't that sound dystopian? It's it's literally saying like obey big sister. Doesn't that sound dystopian? This comes from Emily Mia uh, Emily Miller via Emily's posts, uh, but the folks over there at Zero Hedge reposted it June twenty second. It says that person knocking at your door will tell you that President Biden. Send him to tell you about code vaccines and how they're safe and effective. The person at the door may be the same Democrat operative who drove you to vote last year. Now he will tell you that Vice President Kamala Harris said it's your patriotic duty to get vaccinated. The feds are sending people door to door to pressure the unvaccinated in a massive invasion of privacy and heavy-handed tactics that is a doorstep too far. Think about this, guys. Hi, I'm from the government. I'm here to help you. Doesn't that sound terrifying? Especially this this type of government that thinks they're going to administer the truth to you. A sellout government like what we have. Oh, they're here to help us. How how dangerous and shady is that? Knock, knock. I'm here from the government. I'm here to help you. Did you get your local shot? Boy, if you don't get up out of here, you'll get a shot of something. This is Biden tasked Harris to do the quote. We can do this national national vaccination tour to attempt to reach millions of Americans to, quote, encourage vaccinations and energize and mobilize grassroots vaccine education and outreach efforts. The real reason for this is all that they are fixated on achieving the political goal to vaccinate 70 percent of Americans by the 4th of July. They no longer talk medicine or science. This is about winning. This is about doing our part. The groups of allegedly volunteers for the government, such a strange concept, are activated through community organizers. Harris revealed new information this week about how the groups are coordinated by the government to go door to door for this vaccine campaign. In Atlanta on Friday, she went so far as to say aloud the actual script the door knockers should use to persuade people to get vaccinated. 
like the skilled prosecutor that she is, Harris provided arguments against any possible excuse for not getting vaccinated. Quote, if you knock on the door and someone says that they don't have the time to get vaccinated because they're because people are busy, they're trying to just make it through the day. Or say that the pharmacies are never open when they do have time. Well, let's address that because now you can let them know that pharmacies across our country are keeping their doors open for 24 hours on Friday in June, including today. What if they say they can't miss work? Well, you can tell them that employers across the country who are offering paid time off for the employees to get vaccinated. Other folks who need to or who need time to recover after they get shot, right? And may need a little moment where they need some help with their kids. So we have partnered with the YMCA with Kinder Care and the Learning Care Group to provide free child care for both vaccination and recovery. That that last part's important. Recovery. Because you got myocarditis popping up there, uh, heart inflammation brain swelling, seizures, decreased lung functionality, Bell's palsy, right? Recovery. You've got to recover. So, you know, we, we, we take that into account. And we talked about this, how a couple of weeks ago, you've got places like Uber and Lyft also getting it on the vaccine campaign as well, thinking it's a wonderful idea, offering people free rise to these vaccination sites. You see, this is the government teaming up with YMCA, Kinder Care, and the Learning Care Group to provide free child care for both vaccination and recovery. Continuing on, it says you might run across people as you're out talking and knocking. Folks might say, quote, I don't have a car or, quote, there's no public transportation or bus that comes to my house. And that's fair because how can we expect them to get to the vaccination site? Well, now, as part of the solution, rideshare companies are giving free rides to and from vaccination centers, like what I literally just talked about, Uber and Lyft. I got the I got the message on my phone while I was grocery shopping saying, "Hey, uh, did you need a site? Did you, did you need a ride to a vaccination site? It's free. All it all, all it costs is your data. See how that works." You see, because if you go back to Joe Biden's COVID-19 action plan back in December, Operation Operation Dark Winter, they talk about that, creating a medical surveillance state, how they want people to document what's going on. Isn't it great? You're doing your part. Let's get back into the article. After the list of nanny state options to get people to and from work, leave their kids and get a free Uber ride for one shot in the arm, Harris coached the door knockers on how to brush aside the legitimate medical questions from people in their homes. Quote, perhaps one of our biggest barriers, it's the issue of information and, in particular, misinformation. So we need to deal with that. And this is why we need you out in the community. There are people who are uncertain about getting vaccinated. They may question the safety or the efficacy. Does a vaccine work? And they may have heard things that aren't quite true. And so let's arm ourselves with the truth to arm them with the truth. We can say with confidence that the vaccines are safe. They are safe and they are free and they are effective. And this is important to say. Virtually every person who is in the hospital right now sick with COVID-19, where their families are sitting by their bed holding their hand, almost every one of those persons is unvaccinated. There's that propaganda. There's nothing like the government standing at your front door and saying you're going to end up in the hospital if you don't get a shot to scare people. It's such irresponsible fear-mongering by the, by the vice president. Democrat activists or vaccine for votes. Earlier this week, Harris was at a community center in Greensville, South Carolina, to gen up the community organizers for their front door appeals. 
So there you have it. There is our vice president trying to get people excited, triggering them into taking the vaccine, into getting the shot. How great is that? This is that knock, knock. I'm from the government. Did you get your shot? How dangerous is that? But what they're really doing is creating a database and checking it twice. Did you get your vaccine? Did you get your shot? It's not enough that they have vaccine passports, but they're screening people, essentially. Now they're taking it a step farther. They're literally coming to your door. How dangerous is that? I mean, what if these people get shot? <laughs> what if these people get shot? Uh, I mean, I, I mean, obviously they're not going to get shot for coming to your door, but this is something that was talked about at the start of the, the pandemic as well, right? Contact tracers. This is basically the other side of it. This is the front end of the contact tracers. So they're just trying to get you used to people coming to your house, coming government officials coming to your house, asking you personal questions, telling you what to think, providing more of the propaganda, literally reaching into your community to try to tell you what what's what. I mean, just the other week you had Joe Biden saying, hey, we need black people, barbers within the community, church leaders and more to get out there and tell people to take your shot. This is just the other form of it. This is just the next step of this type of behavior. How crazy is that, man? They have like a comp. They literally have a company line as to why, what, why you need to get your shot. That's crazy to me, man. That really is. Look at this right here. More poison nonsense. The Pfizer vaccine was linked to a rare blood disease, claims Israeli study. Yeah. And again, you've got other other states, other parts of the country or other other parts of the world not taking the jab because they're they're practicing common sense. I mean, literally, India is being hit with a death wave because of the stuff that's going down right now. And you've got our vice president for the clown that she is hopping up there telling you, you need to roll up your sleeves and plunge that needle into your arm. If you didn't know you were in a clown world, I don't know what to tell you, man. Now they're planning all these, these these booster shots, right, for the Delta variant, trying to scare the bejeepers out of people. It's like you're a little bit too late. And this is what happens with the lawlessness and how it's, how it's creating systemic distrust. We don't believe in you. There's no such thing as justice in your guys' world. Yeah, you let these crooks and these criminals run roughshod forever, and look at what they've done with the world. They've destroyed everything. I mean, look at this next article we're going to be getting into right here. 44% of Americans hit their lowest emotional point of their lives during the pandemic. Suicide rates were off the charts. It was insane. I think we might have posted something about it on our Telegram chat. 
or on, or, or on our Instagram page. I think it might be up on our Telegram, yeah. But here's more of the poison nonsense, and then I'll get into that that uh, the mental health aspect of the pandemic. Here's more of the poison insanity. Thousands of women report pay, uh, period problems, potentially tied to the COVID jabs. This is something else we've 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 seen, unfortunately. And how uh, people who have received the poison or been around people who have received the poison. literally end up becoming or having irregular period cycles, menstrual cycles. What I also find so funny is you've got people like Jimmy Kimmel running cover. Jimmy Kimmel, uh, 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 Stephen Colbert, John Oliver, all these propaganda artists are basically running cover for all of the, the, the side effects that are going down. You've got John Oliver saying, oh, well, the magnet phenomenon is because people are are sticky. You've you, you've got Jimmy Kimmel saying, "Oh well, uh, 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 what are you doing?" Asking your patients about their irregular menstrual cycles. This is this is again to like a car a, a, a chiropractor. A chiropractor was coming was was having patients come into his office, talking about how uh, 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 clients. Are, are, are basically experiencing abnormal menstrual cycles. Jimmy Kimmel makes a joke out of it saying, ha, 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 what's this chiropractor doing asking about abnormal menstrual cycles? Well, the joke's on you, Jimmy. As a good doctor, you would want to try to take care of your patients. And a good sign of being a good doctor is the fact that, there's, that they're transparent with you and they want to tell you these types of things. You wouldn't know that being like a Hollywood shill. But that's what I'm saying. You've got Jimmy Kimmel, Stephen Colbert, John Stewart now apparently, Trevor Noah, John Oliver and all these propaganda artists basically running cover for the side effects that are going down right now. So you've got people literally losing their shit left and right, dying, running to these comedians that lied to them for a full year. And they're still not helping them. And look at this. Look at this. Lockdown trauma causing five-year-olds to suffer panic attacks as the, as the disastrous mental health toll is revealed. This is an article that comes from Summit.News. News. It's by Paul Joseph Watson. There's 1.5 million kids in the UK that are in need of therapy because of the, 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 the trauma that's going on right now. These are children. And we're going to get into this article where it talks about how kids are afraid to have play dates. You imagine that? You're afraid to have a play date at five years old? You're afraid to go over to your buddy's house because your parents traumatized the bejesus out of you with this COVID nonsense. Notice how ain't nobody talking anymore about hand sanitizer. It's just like, look at what we've done to an entire generation of kids. Let's read this. It says children in the UK, as young as five, are suffering panic attacks and other psychological trauma as a result of the COVID lockdowns, leaving 1.5 million kids in need of mental health treatment. According to a new report, NHS leaders say that the impact of repeated lockdowns have left children fearful of leaving their homes or meeting their friends amid an explosion of, quote, locked in trauma. Quote, forecasts seen by this newspaper state that an extra 1.5 million children and young people will require mental health support, quote, as a direct impact of the pandemic during the next three to five years. Years, reports the Telegraph, quote, the calculations from the Center for Mental Health 
involving NHS economists suggests demand will be as much as three times greater than the capacity of mental health services. One individual said that her daughter had a panic attack over a planned play date, while another parent said his five-year-old was housebound and unable to go to school due to being traumatized by lockdown propaganda. With the NHS overwhelmed, child psychologist Mary Han Baker says demand for her services have doubled in recent months. There's a little tweet right here from Politics from Alt for All that says a panicked five-year-old is scared of playdates. Scared. So no, we're not talking about Pride Month, right? We're not talking about uh, 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 Juneteenth. We're talking about the next generation literally being hit with so much propaganda. They're afraid. They are. They are afraid to communicate with their fellow human beings. What do you think this is going to do to language? We're not talking politics. Did you vote Trump? Did you vote Biden? Children are afraid to go outside and play. Children are afraid to associate with other children. Think about what we have done. Think about what we have allowed. Let alone, not, oh, are you vaccinated or are you unvaccinated? Children are afraid to go outside now. Quote, it's going, to get, it's going to get worse before it gets better. There are a lot of children who were maybe just a bit anxious before the pandemic presenting now with compulsions, eating disorders, self-harm, and other controlled behavior, she said. As we highlighted earlier, earlier this year, mental health experts warned the government that lockdowns were creating a runaway pandemic of anxiety and depression. This isn't surprising given that scientists advising the government admitted weaponizing behavioral psychology and using, quote, unethical and, quote, totalitarian fear tactics to terrorize the public and to mass compliance. The UK is yet to lift its final lockdown restrictions, with the date being pushed back until July 19th. Meanwhile, some government advisors continue to insist that many of the measures put in place since the pandemic began should remain forever. Yeah. We're being propagandized to. We're being brainwashed. We're being propagandized to. We're being socially engineered. Our behavior is being modified. And not for the better. Definitely for more, uh, uh, definitely for the sake of compliance and capitulation. For sure. For sure. We might have to go over there on uh, Summit.News to see if we can find this clip for you guys. This is another one from Summit.News. It says Amazon show plot featured fake virus global vaccine program to sterilize the world population. Yeah, this is called predictive programming. Let's see if we can find this over here on uh, summit.news. And then we'll, we'll continue on from there because this is disastrous. What has happened to the people? Yeah, I think there is a clip. Yeah. Give me one second to pull that up here for you, good people. And then we'll continue on from there. Because I have to wipe my nose, man. These allergies are a real thing. How much? Let's go ahead and pull this up for you guys, and then we'll continue on uh, from there. Again, this is predictive programming. This is them telling you the agenda. I, I saw this clip. 
a couple a couple weeks or a couple months ago, man, and it's just spot on. Uh, but let's let's play it and then we'll continue on from there. evil do you have to do to do good you desecrated all my work you disrespected science what the hell did you put in that vaccine we created a flu that sparked the demand for a vaccine that doesn't work after everyone in the country is vaccinated and the world he'll have murdered millions nope nope you don't have it give a certain percentage of the population a fatal illness and you make sure it's genetic See, that was the exciting part. You pass it down. So if you have children before you die. And when this vaccine fails, I'll be the scapegoat. People are driven by the need to know what happens next. Do you want to know what happens next? Your father created a world-changing, not world-ending, a world-changing, world-improving omnivirus. And we have taken that virus and embedded it in the vaccine of the Stearns flu. I knew it. I knew it. You created a panic and now everybody's begging for the vaccine. No, no, no. Demanding it. Yes. And now we have exactly what we want. Hundreds of millions of Americans lining up, offering us their arms and letting us give them our creation. I'm pretty sure when every vaccinated person starts dying, they'll trace it back to you, undetectable virus or not. You've all been very busy. You're all very sharp. Are you sure none of you would like to come and work for me? No? Better than dying a terrible, violent death? Then understand this. What we are doing is far bigger than death. Wait. This virus is not deadly. It looks pretty damn deadly. Tell me this. What have you done today? to earn your place in this crowded world. Exactly. Everything I do is a cure for our current situation. Wait, how's it a cure if you're killing people? I told you it does not kill. That was the amazing epiphany we had. We didn't have to kill to accomplish our goal. We intend to stop human reproduction for three generations busy, endless global assembly line of babies will grind to halt. You're sterilizing people? Uh-huh. In the first five years, we'll start to see major birth rate declines as teenagers vaccinated today hit their childbearing years. You're controlling the future of human civilization. Is that what they're calling it? It's a very nice euphemism for a species that is replicated like a contagion across the planet, killing all other species in its wake. Except things that are cute, like puppies or koalas. Okay, so I gotta I gotta pause it right there. I'll play it again here shortly, but I gotta touch on a couple things, and I'll back it up as well. But did you see how the plan is to sterilize human reproductive cycles to stop human reproduction for at least three years, or for at least three generations? Another thing he asked you. What did you do to earn your place on this crowded rock? They see us as overcrowded. That's why, obviously, the totalitarians, the technocrats, the people that are in control, heck yeah, they want to extend the lockdowns. They didn't see any of us human vermin or any of this human scum whenever they were traveling. They got their private jets. They're living the fine life, the nice life. 
trend setting, however you want to look at it, right? They see us as vermin. It's overcrowded. This is a thought process you hear a lot and a lot more recently these days. It's going to come in with the climate change agenda as well. Overpopulation, population control, uh, sterilization techniques, eugenics. We're the, this is it right now, right? You've got to look at the timeline, Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, Agenda 2050. I mean, my God, they, 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 they say abortion is reproductive health care. It's like, what? You're telling me that population control is considered reproductive health care? And again, don't get me started on all the other transhumanist stuff that's going on right now. But think about this. They see us as a plague, the virus that they're the only virus they're trying to control is you. So I'll back it up. We will get back into this. But I wanted to point those type of things out to you. They see us as the virus. They treat us like vermin. They see us as they see us uh, uh, as a plague on their planet. They want to rule over. And we've talked about the metaphysical, the spiritual components to this, how they worship a primordial evil, how they feel like they have a, 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 a a spiritual right to to do what they're doing, to be the adversarial uh, ones in this type of relationship, right? They're doing this. And they know full well what it's going to do. Just the other week, right? We had talked about how China reduced, uh, 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 removed their restrictions on birth control. They're allowing for at least two to three kids now because they're realizing that we're having a massive population implosion. And they'll be talking about this too in this clip that we're going to be playing, that we're going to be continuing on for you guys. Uh, what what happens when you don't have as many people? That was the question. What did you do to earn your place on this crowded ball of rock? Whenever there's so many of us, we can all be decadent. We can all be degenerate. We can all slack. But whenever there's fewer of us, we have to be beholden to something so much greater. We all have responsibilities and roles that must be played. So let's play this. Let's get back into it. Then we'll continue on from there. You hate people that much? On the contrary, I love people in its wake, except things that are cute like puppies or koalas. You hate people that much? On the contrary, I love people. How? Why would doing what our government or citizenry is too spoiled or self-indulgent to do? We are saving ourselves from ourselves. Halting overpopulation. Hundred years ago, the global population was 1.7 billion. 2011. It reached 7 billion. People live too long, die less often. In 2050, they say it's going to plateau. Mm-mm-mm. We'll blow past 11 billion and then slowly begin to decline. Global warming, mass extinctions, food, water shortages. All these problems can be boiled down to one thing, overpopulation. At 1.7 billion, we can be as decadent, self-indulgent, 10 billion. We have to live strategically. We have to live modestly. What about what this does to to people, society? Salvation. We can form a new society. And you're beta testing it on Americans since we're the worst. Mm-hmm. The grand social experiment.
Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Thank you, El El Pental Azo Azul. Thank you about that. Sorry, uh, I was muted. I was muted on Streamyard, but not on Telegram. Sorry about that. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's enough of that. But they're telling you the plan. This comes from the show Utopia over there on Amazon Prime. You guys can find it. Utopia 2020. It talks about it. It features the fake virus global vaccine program to sterilize the world population. And exactly that's what we're seeing right now. The virus itself is not that deadly. The poison that they're injecting us in and and plunging into our bodies, it is. It's making people magnetized, uh, Bell's palsy, decreased lung functionality, blood clots, uh, myocarditis. And these are just some of the side effects, the adverse reactions that are taking place. Sterilization, my God, we can only hope that people actually end up procreating. But that's what I'm saying. This non-FDA approved gene therapy, if the people end up becoming somewhat normal uh, and not mutated from these experimental gene therapies, do you think their children will be normal? Whenever I said a couple years ago, and I made this like a motto, that we will be one of the last natural born humans, does it make sense now? Because they're coming after kids in the womb. They're coming after you. That's eugenics. That's epigenetics. Having you pass down the mutations, because it talks about this too, how that's the plan to stop procreation for three generations. What do the global, uh, what do the Georgia Guidestones say? Keeping population, the world population underneath like what, 500 million? And if we're at a billion right now, what is happening to us? What would cause that much of a population decline? Just last week, I played for you guys how in the oil and gas industry, they have this thing called secession planning, where for the next two to three years, uh, they're expecting to lose a fair amount of white collar staff, and they're having to plan to get these people out of here because they're either planning for them to die or they don't expect them to be there. You tell me. But what is happening to us? It's not happening on a, on a small scale. This isn't happening like, you know, this isn't happening like, oh, regionally. This is a global thing. This is a population thing. And what did he say? When there's 1.8 billion of us, we can live decadent. We can live in a more degenerate fashion. But whenever there's less of us, we're going to have to live a lot more strategically, a lot more modestly. We can create a a new society, the Great Reset, sustainable development. Everybody's doing their part. Well, wasn't this the pro? Wasn't this the propaganda they told you at the start of the pandemic? We're all in this together, and guess what? We are. From those that live and those that die, the ones that die, they don't have to deal with this world that these people are creating with a global vaccine passport. You have to be allowed to leave your house or be surveilled inside your prison walls. You've got to think about the world they're trying to create and what they want us to tolerate it. So yeah, I would definitely recommend you guys to either go read this article, go watch the clip again, uh, because they're telling you what it is. They're telling you the plan is to, is to assume control. And that's why things are so intense right now, dude. I thoroughly believe it. I thoroughly believe that's why we're seeing 
such a, a, a race to see all of this stuff get rushed through. That's why we're seeing them. That's why we're seeing them do everything they're doing, because at a certain level, the time is up. They know they need to do this because if they don't do it, people will awaken and they will fight back. Right now, there is this, there is that 1.8 billion. We could rise up. Look at what happened on January 6th. That terrified the bejesus out of them. They said never again. They likened it to Pearl Harbor and D-Day and all kinds of other uh, uh, wars. Because they the, the, the threat of people showing up at the Capitol saying, here are our list of grievances, that terrified them. They know that if they do not strike now, if they did not release this bioweapon to bring not only America, but the entire world to heal, that they would never have another chance. And that's where we are. That's why they're moving so fast with what uh, former CIA director John Brennan calls laser-like precision. This is why you see them trying to scramble so much of our communications, so much of our, uh, our, of our judicial system, of our government, of our economy. They want to keep America paralyzed so we can't get anything done. It'll be like Trump's presidency, except for the entire country. You'll try to stop bills from getting passed, but you'll be infiltrated by the CHICOMs. You'll be obstructed by communists. We will be so damn dysfunctional, but that's the point. Is to create obsolescence, to create insecurity, to create uh, uh, dysfunctionality. So we have to abdicate any form of order, either to the machines or to the so-called experts. And just like that, we've given over our whole electoral system, our whole system of government to the scientific dictatorship, to the machines. You see how that works? And this is the start of it. Right. Making people obsolete, saying you're non-essential, uh, making government to where we're, we, we really are inept, to where we're dysfunctional, to where we can't really <laughs> to where to, a better example is this with the supply line disruptions. You may be noticing it yourself. Right. Certain items not being able to get to you. Because that line of communication is not there because that business isn't there. That's just one example of what I mean by the dysfunctionality that they're trying to force onto us. You see. Yeah, no, it's a very, very sketchy situation. And the even more, the even wilder part about all of this is if you point it out, you're considered the bad guy, you're considered evil, you're considered crazy, you're considered insane. You're right, Azul. They were brainwashing us for years. That's why they call this predictive programming. So that when it goes down, you don't say anything. You don't ask any questions. Oh, you just got this from Black Mirror. Oh, you just got this from The Outer Limits. Oh, you just got that from that show Utopia. Oh, you watch too much Rick and Morty. Oh, you're just one of them crazy conspiracy theorists. You see how they, they uh, this is lesser magic what they're doing right now with this, with this predictive programming. Where they're telling you what they're going to do. That way, when they do it, you say, oh, well, I seen, I know where this goes. I don't I don't need to fight back. This is just in that Hollywood TV show. This is just on Amazon Prime. I don't need to think about this. I don't need to listen to people tell me their personal experiences of their nephew dying from a COVID shot. That's just what crazy conspiracy theorists do. Right. That's just from that show Utopia. 
You got to look at how they psychologically made us inept. Oh, sorry, uh, I didn't see the uh, private chat over here. I was I was ranting and raving. Uh, what movie is this again? It is a uh, it's it's it is called uh, Utopia. You guys can find it on Amazon Prime. It's a uh, remake of a UK TV series called Utopia that was released in 2013, uh, but this one was released in 2020 in America. It's called Utopia. You see, and it's again one of those shows where it features the predictive programming, where you've got to, you've got to, you've got to look at it. Yeah. Um, Obviously, I didn't take the time to watch the whole series. I'll put it into the private chat for you, uh, Chris. There you go. But it's over there on uh, YouTube, on, on Amazon Prime. There's eight episodes. I'm not trying to watch it right now. We have Amazon Prime. I'm not trying to watch Amazon Prime. But you guys get the point. This type of stuff is going on out there. And this is a part of the active demoralization campaign that's going on. Uh, like whenever we play the, 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 the clips in between the breaks of Yuri Bezmenov talking about the, the, the demoralization campaign that's going on and how it takes 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation, we are going through a demoralization period right now. Once you've been actively demoralized, you have no care in the world what happens to you. And people don't care about what's happening to them. They've been actively demoralized. They were traumatized, demoralized radicalized and then released confused yeah so this is a very very we we are living in very very crazy interesting and chaotic times man and that's why it's not going to be done uh we have so much more insanity coming for us that all i can really say at this point in time is strap yourselves in because we're they're just getting started if you think the whole point of terrorizing an entire generation, poisoning an entire generation, scaring the bejesus out of an entire generation. If you think that was it, fear-mongering? No. Trauma-based mind control. you got to think about that. Once you've been demoralized, once you've been traumatized, once you've been brought to heal, basically, you're ripe for the picking. That's why we just read you guys in the previous segment, a lady saying, oh, well, even though my brother... You know, even though I lost my nephew to this Pfizer shot, I'm still going to recommend that you get it. It's the 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 the, <laughs> the 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 mental gymnastics that are being played right there are insane. It's insane. But that's what I'm saying. They're just getting us used to this. Don't worry about that. Right. Don't don't worry about mass die offs. Don't worry about uh, all the disease that's rolling out. Don't worry about the mental health epidemic. Don't worry about that. Just get addicted to what's coming next. Just get addicted to what is coming next. And it's just so crazy. All of this really is. It truly, it truly is. Let me get into a couple more articles. Uh <laughs> Let's get into a couple more articles with the time frame we have left, guys. And then we'll 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 move on from there because it is getting wild out there. 
And the even more wild part about this too is as they externalize their hierarchy, as they tell you more about what they're doing, you have people linking up with them, which is again accelerating more of the agenda. Rather than rather than people coming out and exposing it, because that's a part of the great awakening, the great reset is people adopting the ideology. This is something we talked about a couple months ago. Ideological adaptation, externalization of the hierarchy, right? Uh, indoctrination is the, simp- the simplest way to say it, converting people into this, this, this Illuminati consciousness. That's the crazier part about this. As, as, as more of it becomes open and out there and overt, you have people saying, oh, well, yeah, we should, we, we, we should start killing all kinds of people. There's useless eaters here. You have fools lining up with the establishment, thinking that they're a part of the power structure not realizing that they're signing their own death warrant. And like a fool, they're pointing a finger at us, not aware that those fingers are pointing back at them, that they have that they have signed their own death warrants as well as ours. That's the crazier part. You have people linking up with this, not knowing that they have sold their futures out. Insane. And that's what you're seeing right now. You're seeing the creation of a two-tiered justice system, of a completely different uh, uh, social structure, right? Where you got the unvaccinated, and then you got the vaccine population, and then you've got the shadowy cabal of people in the background that aren't even vaccinated, that are manipulating the whole damn thing. There's an article out. Let me see from where. But it talks about how there's like 58% of doctors within the medical staff that aren't vaccinated. So while you're being propagandized to, told to, hey, you should take your, your, your shot more, there are people who are not doing it. Yeah, right here. This comes from Knock Report. It says a whopping 58% of doctors in the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons are not vaccinated. Big surprise. It says contrary to the propaganda There is no consensus on COVID vaccines by doctors, believe it or not. Yeah. Over of the 700 physicians responding to an Internet survey by the by the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons, nearly 60 percent say they were not, quote, fully vaccinated against COVID. But see, that's the thing. The, 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 The white coat cult are the ones directing all of this. So it won't matter if you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, you're still being a pawn by these people in the background. You are being pitted against your fellow man by these people in the white coat cult. You get what I'm saying? I hope this makes sense. It's like you got these scientists playing with with with, with Barbie dolls. One of them's sickly while the other one's looking like Barbie or Ken. The scientific dictatorship, the technocrats, are the child playing with the dolls. They're not vaccinated. This is all just some big show to them. Oh, well, the vaccinated goes over here and the unvaccinated. Oh, well, they have to go down there and play in the dirt. They don't get to have access to blah, 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 shmita blah. And this is what's happening. A segregation of society by by those in control. Because you see, united we stand. United, we can fight this. United, we we have something like January 6th to where it scares the bejesus out of them. They don't never want that to happen again. So you have to see that that's what's happening right now. You're seeing them fragment, segregate, divide, 
and break apart society and putting us into categories to where we're that much easier to manipulate. And that's all that's going on right now. You're being algorithmically categorized into a position to where they say, oh, what's your threat level? Do I need to watch out for you? Are you one of those dirty white supremacists that loves America? You see what I'm saying? And so we've come full circle back to the masks, leading to the vaccines, the vaccines, leading to the vaccine passports, the vaccine passports, leading to the, 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 uh, the digital identity, the digital identity, leading to the mark of the beast, the mark of the beast, or the social credit score system being one and the same. A, 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 a runaway elite of mad scientists literally trying to fragment and partition society so that they can break it apart and control it. This is insane, dude. This is stuff that you hear about in movies, but because it's so insane, it's so out in the open, it's so wild, people can't believe it. They literally can't believe their eyes. And you can't blame them, especially whenever they have shows like Utopia coming out. Can you blame them? I mean, you've got Fauci coordinating with uh, FedBook. You've got Google literally uh, funding some of what's going on over there in Wuhan. I know that this seems incredible. I know it seems incredible. But you know what they say. Truth is stranger than fiction, my friend. You got to wake up. You got to stop this. You got to stop believing the lies and putting the pieces together. People don't want to see that. People don't want to see that you, again, have a runaway mad elite who are hell-bent on seeing this agenda through because it's all they know. Listen, they don't get to go have barbecues. They don't get to go celebrate Father's Day. They probably worship Lucifer, right? That's their father. They are of their father, the devil. They don't get to have a Father's Day. They don't get to have a Mother's Day. They don't get to have birthdays. You think Bill Gates gets to go have normal, uh, normal human functions? Or does he have to go have meetings about the development of the vaccine? Fauci doesn't get to go have like a beer with the boys. Saturdays aren't for the boys with Fauci, unless he's at gay bathhouses. That's not how it works. Fauci's over there, like I said, running cover for Bill Gates, running cover for Wuhan, running cover uh, for Tedros Gabrasius and the World Health Organization. They don't get to go have normal lives. And that's why they want to see us dead and in the ground. Because guess what? When they shut us up, they don't have to take any more orders. That's where these people are at. You see? They're not like regular people like me and you. Yeah, they might have families, but these people are clued into the club. This is what Emmanuel Macron said just the other day. He's like, oh, I'm so grateful that we got another president that's back in the club. They don't get to have a normal life like us. Their lives are spent following the script and the agenda. And if they deviate, oh, well, you see how they treat Joe Biden whenever he's uh, going off script. His handlers start barking at him. He looks all confused and scared, trying to figure out which way is up and which way is down. Like his Geritol ran out or he forgot his dementia pills this morning. These people are psychopaths. They're not connected like me and you. They're not connected to God. They're not connected to deeper truths. They don't care about wholesomeness and decency. No, 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 no. These people, they see us as a plague. And they got to eradicate us. They got to get rid of us. Because like I said, they see, they, they're they in a protected class. They feel like they need to rule over us. 
but these are not benevolent dictators. These are not gracious kings. These are malevolent, evil, dark, Satan-worshipping psychopaths who have IQs well over 200 who are tired of coming up with plans on how to take care of us. They want to eradicate us. You've got people like Prince Charles. Uh, I'll be good here and say, God rest his, may God rest your soul. I'll be good here and say that. You got people like Prince Charles uh, coming up with the, the 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 voluntary human extinction movement. My God, come on now. So these people are literally telling you, we are tired of taking care of you. I, it is it is our job to eradicate you now, not not uplift society, not make it better. No, 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 no. These people want the fruits of society. They want us to labor and toil for their benefit, but they don't want us there. You see, because that's that's the other side of the whole global extermination sterilization program is life extension. You understand? They're going to kill the bejesus out of us. But on the flip side of that, they want to be able to live that much longer. And so while they are experimenting on us, doing the gene therapies, doing everything they're doing, they're also searching for life extension. You see, we're not talking about adrenochrome. We're not talking about uh, uh, we're not talking about adrenochrome. We're not talking about telomeres. Uh, we're not talking about uh, being able to have access to natural organics that slow the, the process of aging. We're not talking about engrams or any of that type of stuff. We're talking about them from like a 30,000 foot view, shoving us into a wood chipper and then trying to get out the fountain of youth through millions of people that are dead. It's like if you guys, I'm a nerd. It's like if you guys ever watched that show, Full Metal Alchemist, that's what the alchemist, that's what the philosopher's stone is. It's millions and millions and millions of souls transmuted into a literal stone. You'll get the truth. You'll understand how, how everything works. The knowledge of how this realm interfaces, you'll, 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 you'll know the truth beyond truths once you get that stone. But that stone costs millions of lives. That's what these people are looking for. They're looking for life extension. They're looking for a better tomorrow, but all it costs is our lives. And so they're willing to make that trade. Like I said, these are not benevolent dictators. These are not gracious kings. These are malevolent, mad scientists who are run away, who, who, have, who are run away like uh, tyrants. You have to understand, this is not... This is not normal. When you've got people, let's use Prince Charles again, generations of inbreeding. My God, something's wrong with you people. Generations of inbreeding. Let's just, we, we could talk about some of the mental things that come in with inbreeding, right? Uh, but I'm just trying to say that there are usually signs of psycho, uh, psychopathy and sociopathy that show up with inbreeding. Uh, and again, just genetic degradation. But this is, again, something that's associated with royal bloodlines, interbreeding, incest. This is why they had to get Meghan Markle in there, because they had to get some new blood. But again, let's just use Prince Charles. These people are openly telling you that, okay, now we want to exterminate vast swaths of the population. This is the royal family that's been practicing inbreeding forever, right? Let's just take it into an even lower level. Let's look at what's going on in your own local area. 
what's been going on in your own local region of the uh, of the nation of the world you don't think there's inbreeding going on there and then taking it a step farther because it's not about just the biological component of having your genetics break down let's look into the freemasons let's look into the illuminati let's look into these people that practice these dark rituals and what they're for it's for breaking the willpower that's why they say oh sometimes whenever you drink you're reducing your inhibition uh, this is why you make riskier decisions because you don't you actually don't think things through whenever you're under the influence that's what these uh, these 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 rituals that these 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 freemasons and these occultists do is to lower your inhibition to remove that hedge of protection to 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 wither away your consciousness so think about this you have inbred de- genetically degenerate people who are practicing dark occultic rituals to break down their inhibition so that they can be even more chaotic, more crazy, and more sociopathic. These are the people that are that 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 are in the so-called club that French President Emmanuel Macron is talking about. This is why whenever you look at Joe Biden or Hunter Biden, they got that look about them. They got that sociopathic debt dead eyes that sharks have because there's something wrong with them. You see what I'm saying? These are the people that we're going up against. These are not good people. These are not benevolent dictators and gracious kings. These are malevolent, mad scientists who are done, who who, who are not trying to carry on the agenda anymore. And we talked about this a couple of weeks ago too, how there is a war going on with the deep state, within the deep state, because you have people who are a part of the establishment and that power structure that don't want to go down this path because they know full well what comes with this. And so while you have some that are dedicated and focused on seeing this thing through, on making sure they press that button and extinguish and exterminate humanity, there are people even within that deep state that are saying, oh my God, this was way too evil. I only thought this was hearsay. We've got to turn this around. And so even though that's happening, you have people trying to turn this around. You still have hell-bent extremists and dedicated, uh, I, I just call them what they are, Satanists, dedicated Satanists who are trying to see this agenda through. And that's what we're up against. That's what we're up against. We're not up against any of this other crap. We're up against a, a, a mentality and a spirit that is that has been given this hour to run roughshod over every single thing and person here so we all have the ability to make a choice none of what is happening is happening by chance it is happening so you see what's going down and it all depends again how much of it you want to know if you want the truths beyond truths if you want to get if if, if you really want to get into the nitty-gritty of what's going down it's all out there in the open that's why they're telling you and for some people it's too much it really is it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. Like me being at a baby shower, having to wear a pink satchel that says daddy on it and uh, folding baby clothes and, and, and looking at a snot sucker because I'm going to have to suck out the bookies of my baby. It's overwhelming. I get that. But you know what? You're going to have to snot. You're going to have to suck those boogies out. You're going to have to fold those clothes. You're going to have to use that butt paste and wipe that dookie out of that baby's butt. You, my friends, you're going to have to come to the truth eventually. You're going to have to understand what's going down. Then you're going to have to make that decision. Are you going to go back to sleep like they're telling you to? 
Oh, don't think about this. Oh, don't worry about this. Oh, you know, just, you know, just, just, just play along. Just be the fool. Are you going to do that? Or are you going to fight back? And it's not going to be pretty, man. It's not supposed to be pretty. None of this is. My God. I can tell you all kinds of stuff about how, 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 how pretty it's not going to be or how pretty, how not pretty it is. I mean, we, we spent the start of this segment or the, or at least the start of the show playing for you guys clips of violence that took place over the Juneteenth week. And that's just this week. Go back last week. We could show you clips of people just stealing stuff. Go back a week before there's protests because somebody got shot. I could tell you about how bad things are, how bad things are and how bad they're going to be. But the real question we need to be talking about is what good are we bringing forward? What, what, what more are we doing to fight this? Because like I said, they have a, they have an agenda. They're following it through. They're, engaging in lower level magic by telling you what they're going to do. And if we fall into the trap that they've dug for us, well, shame on us. And so no, we have to nut up. We've got to get smarter. We've got to get stronger. We've got to have the willpower, the constitution and the strength uh, to move forward because that's what courage is. I'll say this and I'll start closing stuff out for you guys. You know, I was do I've been doing a lot of crazy stuff behind the scenes working with a lot of people and just, just look at this. Chris, this just popped up over here on Drudge Report feed. Says Chris Brown slapped a woman so hard her weave fell off. So what is, what is Drudge Report talking about? Chris Brown over here slapping women. Didn't he already go to jail for slapping Rihanna? I'm just like, bro, I'm I'm sorry. Anyway, getting back into the, 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 the outro for you guys. I've been doing a lot of different things here lately. Networking with a lot of people, having to have some unnecessary or some some uncomfortable but necessary conversations. And in doing so, it has really, it's really forced me to say some stuff that I didn't want to say but needed to be said. And what I'm trying to say is courage. Fear comes with courage. Fear comes with courage. If you don't think I hop up here. And I'm fearful that this could be my last show or that, you know, they could come snatch me up or some crazy crap could happen beyond the uh, beyond the screen. You're not paying attention. Fear comes with courage. But you know what? You have to choose courage. Fear makes you aware of why you need to be courageous, but you have to keep choosing courage. It's not going to be easy. None of this is and none of it should be. But I tell you what, it's rewarding. And that's where we should be coming from. Does it feel rewarding getting free beer from Anheuser-Busch, free Dunkin' Donuts from Dunkin' Donuts, free uh, rides from Uber and Lyft? Does that feel rewarding to you or did you feel like a sellout? You feel like you stand for anything? So no, none of this is going to be easy, but it'll be rewarding. Do I like driving two hours? to the southern part of my state to have conversations with men that are up there on some other stuff? Uh, yes and no. No, I don't want the two-hour drive, but I know I need to have that 30-minute conversation about what's going down and what's required of us. Do I like being away from my wife who's pregnant? No, but I understand what's happening and 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 how short the time is. So no, none of it's going to be easy, but I tell you what, it's going to be rewarding because you can always take a day off. How many days are you going to give by being activated and and engaged? 
how, when are you going to step into the fray? I think that's a good place for me to go ahead and cut off the transmission. But the reason I'm saying all this stuff, the reason I'm getting into all this stuff, guys, is because this is not a normal false flag. These days are not normal. This is the new normal. This is the new world order. These are all the, this is what they're creating. And it's going to require us being vigilant, being aware, being sober-minded, being focused on what's going down so we don't fall prey to everything they're doing. Because you know they're doing this and more. But like I said, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. Uh, I know this show was definitely definitely not as... uh, not as organized as previous shows, not as well structured and well formatted. It could be because of the rap or because of the uh, the bug poison, the bug spray I sprayed earlier. It could be my allergies. Shucks, it could be the heat. Or it could just be the fact that we're all hitting information overload. Things are moving at like light speed and we're having to, you know, pick, uh, figure out what we can on the fly. But we're doing what we can when we can. But like I said, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. I'll have it in the description bar below. And as always, guys and gals, stay vigilant. Expose lies and share truth. This is Noise Era, Freedom Faction, and the exclusive members. We've got Cypher, where we've got Chris, we've got Amy. Pamela was popping in and out all throughout the transmission like an awesome person. We've got our exclusive members. This is Noise Era, Freedom Faction, and all of our exclusive members.